Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, here with the beautiful Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Ed. That was very nice. Always. It's always my pleasure, Kimberly. (laughs) I think we're going to have a fun show today because, again, we get to give you what our perspective is going to, what we believe is going to happen once CBD becomes freed. And when we mean freed, we mean Congress is going to then place it as a dietary supplement, removing it from the marijuana plant. So the marijuana plant will still be something that the legal environment in the U.S. will need to deal with, but CBD will no longer be. And and the bill reads CBD and hemp-derived products, which include more than health, because then uh, other other things environmental products will come up industrial products will come out yeah i i always wonder why that side of the industry never really has taken off i mean i know it's it's coming out um but the hemp plant just does so much more than just provide cbd right yeah and i can tell you why although hemp is federally legal States are still just kind of like, I'll say, cuckoos about it. Yeah. Like, oh, so there's some gray area here. Some are probably taking advantage of it. Some don't know what to do with it. Some are like, well, our system works right now, so let's not. Right? But once all that gets freed up, the driver will then be industry. Yes. Industry is going to say, okay, what's my capital cost to get my tooling, my machinery, my pro- whatever, what is that cost going to take? And then what is my ROI going to be? What is the reduced expenses or operating, uh, you know, all those numbers that it might trim down? Yeah. And one of them will be bio waste. And there's so, there's just so many. Yeah, and I have a whole cons- list. And the consumers will look at manufacturers uh, and alike and go, we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you very much. Our children can grow in a better a better in, uh, in, uh, environment. Right. right. And, you know, and the thing is, is that, again, the government did a great job of demonizing this plant. Ain't that and, true. And um, I, I think this is going to be one of those things where our kids, maybe even our kids' kids, uh, to say, God, do you believe that this was not, I mean, this was taken away. I know. From all of us for for so long. And it, it could have done so much good. And it, I mean, right. we're catching up. Right. We're, we're, we're back to where we were. What do you think? Like the 1950s where it was booming, starting to, yep. to take a yep. role. And then the war on drugs hit and it just got That's shoved right, right That's back That's right. Down. From the 90s on, bye. Yeah. See you later. Right. So, but, and you know, this, this time, this, this spot between the nineties and today really is a pretty small 
space and time yeah you know for the history of mankind so even in the industrial history of mankind so i think this is one of those where uh-oh maybe we shouldn't have done it that way and then it was just difficult to unravel it yeah right i mean that's what it looks like to me and, and for whatever reason uh back then they couldn't it was easier to just swoop up the whole plant oh, of course as opposed to try and separate it right right yeah I'm sure, yeah. And now look at how long it's going to take to separate them. Oh, my God. It's been years. Years. We have been right. saying, it's on the way. No, it's not. It's on the way. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I'm pretty sure our listeners like, yeah, we're not listening to you on this one either. <laughs> uh, forget it. <laughs> well, we're excited. Again, Congress decided to take it upon themselves and not then solicit uh, FDA's uh, views or just not solicit their requirements. I, it wasn't any more than, okay, well, if you don't know how to carve that pathway out, why don't we just do that? Mm -hmm. And then you can go back to what you know how to do. Now that it has been listed as a dietary supplement, you already have a pathway. Yeah. And then we can get back to regulating this product and, and making it safe for uh, the population, which is exactly what that was supposed to be. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, you can kind of understand FDA and DEA going, but wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You don't want to release the so, harmful parts. Yes, of course. Yeah. See, and I, I think that's what separates us from a lot of our peers is we do see both sides of the stories. Sure. Yeah. It, it's not that it's always. Yeah. I mean, we have children. We don't. Yeah. We're not looking to. Uh, release something into the world that could be harmful. No. I would 100% agree with you. Hey, if we didn't know in detail the the real history of this product that goes back 30,000 years, mm -hmm. you know, that, that has very well documentation uh, 3,000 years ago. So if we didn't know that, we'd probably be a little suspicious. Sure. Like some of the products we've seen in our even recent lifetime yeah a lot of a lot of plant-based products have hit the market yeah and i think it's great and, yeah. well yes there are some that you know there's always going to be a wishy-washy yeah i mean but it, then there's also the ones that have legitimate uh benefits mm -hmm. and so I think it's great that the world is starting to go away from chemicals yeah. and more on an, an unnatural alternative. Yeah, I agree. Um, again, I think our kids' kids will be so it'll be one of those things like the the dial up modem or oh. whatever that was back then. <laughs> right. <laughs> dial know, up like, internet. Wow. Do you, <laughs> do you remember that everybody took like Advil? <laughs> and that's no more because Isn't that true? That's, um, it's a well, chemical. Let's have fun with this yeah. then. So we're going to speak today on three areas that we believe will be most impacted. Uh, and that's with today's current knowledge. We definitely know health is going to be impacted. We know environment is going to get impacted tremendously too. Yeah. Like the amount of things that we're going to share with you that have the ability to correct some of the wrongs that we've done with our environment. Uh, and, and you'll see how easily him can do that. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one will be industrial. 
So when we talk about industrial, like, you know, construction and paper and biofuels, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So these are the areas that we'll, you know, we've done some of the homework for you. And we can't, and because this likely is going to happen very soon, uh, you know, you can kind of get a sneak peek into how we see the world's going to start changing. Certainly here in the U.S., we already see the writing on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in other countries, they're probably um, a little farther advanced I would than agree. we are because I would agree. they did not have. Yeah, we, we went to do uh, some packaging for some uh, out, uh, uh, some offshore accounts, and we we stumbled into how much effort and and the the real concerns of plastic the world has and the united states is really not anywhere near yeah we're way far behind yeah they're like do not send me plastic i and w what's this white you know glossy covered box look like hey i want craft paper where is craft paper and it really made us feel good yeah 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 it would be nice if we could move to that yeah, here because we thought we were sustainable uh, but the reality is, is no. we have a lot more, we have a lot more to work. go, a lot to go before we are sustainable when I look at the globe as a whole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was a nice experience this year. That will be 2023's look back and go, oh yeah, <laughs> uh -huh. that's what we learned. So let's start talking about health. So we go for health. We're looking you know, and all the areas of health. We're, we're thinking about that daily wellness. We're talking about medicinal. We're talking about clinical studies. Like nobody would really consider, it would even think about that. But we know intimately that clinical studies have had their hands tied for the last eight years they have not been able to do there's not a single human trial no well Can we you, had the one little one with the doctor remember and the kids yeah yeah but i don't know if that classified as a human trial no yep okay. so uh although yeah so i applaud all their efforts but they're just running into a brick wall mm -hmm. they get to a certain point and oh crap we can't go any further right uh and even if they could what there what's the value so you're going to have an entity that's going to spend you know 2.7 million to pull off one of these type of human trials that are capable of meeting with approval uh, regulatory approvals and then they still can't do anything yeah yeah Ooh. right so oh my god just wait until this gets freed and then you will really see the magic of what's possible relating to health and the hemp plant. Yeah. The cannabinoids found in the hemp plant. There are 120 cannabinoids in there and we know very little about 112 of them. Right. <laughs> right? I, was say. I mean, we, we know the, the, the primaries, of course, and we know a lot of the, the smaller cannabinoids, but not very many. I mean, so guess what? That will be wide open. Great. Yeah. That, that'll be really nice because that's really, I, I'm moved by that part, the yeah. health and the wellness part. The other part, of course, that's very important and wonderful. But if we can actually find something 
well, yeah. we have found something that the public will accept as safe. Yeah. Um, you you don't have to rely on the all those other things that you are taking. Yeah. Multiple of on a regular basis without yes. the real understanding of its implications. Right. I think you bring this up and I'm going to bring it up today again because it's important NSA IDs that are over the counter. Yeah. It is so easy to just go grab them. I was speaking with a physician just a couple of days ago and the population in a whole here in the United States has just got resistant to pain. I mean, resistant to being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We don't want it. And so we will, and, and we've gotten into this pattern. Well, we know where hemp stands on that. We know where CBD stands on that. It doesn't have the current, the, the side effects aren't matching the side effects of NSAIDs. I know that for sure. The, the, so just those everyday products are going to be huge. Let's take a couple other ones. How about alcohol? You and I are discovering something very unique in 2023. And that is an understanding of, well, we, we've always known alcohol was difficult on the body, uh, especially if you consume large amounts of it. And why does one consume large amounts? They're usually chasing something. Because, mm -hmm. you know, alcohol, although it feels like a stimulant, it's not. It's a depressant. Well, what if, you, what if you had something that intervened with it and could cut off the chasing part? You could still enjoy the stimulant part of an alcohol by only wanting the one or two, as opposed to, I got to keep chasing this because the, the depressant part's kicking in. I need more stimulant. And there you are, two in the morning, and you are... Uh, what do they call that? Um, not obsessive drinking, but you know what I mean. Uh, chronic drinking. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You're in a bad situation. You're foobar all over the place. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, oh my goodness, can you imagine the turnover on the health in the United States if you could have it and not abuse it? Yeah. And there was something out there that did it effortlessly. Yeah, and and without all of the again, like you say, the 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 feeling that yeah. you have the next day yeah. from having it, alcohol is turned into a reward. It's kind of a reward. Yep. It's the end okay. of the day reward, or whatever reward, or you're chasing, or you're running from. At any rate, yeah. there is something out there that's not THC, which. Is, yeah, because CHC's kind of on the other side. Also has its problems. <laughs> right. And alcohol. And so if you, the CBD is in the middle. It's just there. It kind of, it relaxes you. It takes those stresses away from yeah. the day. It does what it, it yeah. needs to do without the other things yeah, involved. Brings, brings that brain back into homeostasis. And that's where the magic happens. Yeah. So there is real science behind it. Absolutely. Uh, so let's go to another dear uh, near and dear area that you and i have spent a lot of time in in this year senior care yeah and so in today's population it's the largest segment it's ever been baby boomers are all running into their their later years and i, I i'm gonna say that sometimes it looks like they're being tortured with some of today's Western medicine. Now, I know a lot of Western medicine is solving a lot of problems, too. 
Sure. But I think in whole, a lot of us siblings are looking at our parents going, I wish there were some alternatives here. Right. Those, those, you know, six or eight prescriptions that your parents are on. Yeah. Um, yep. For me, I, I, my mother went through a situation and she immediately was put on many different prescriptions for it. Yeah. And uh, I just was so aware that some of those just were not great. Yeah. Now, luckily, the doctor throughout the time, she tested better and better and better. And so they've reduced a lot of yeah. those or gotten rid of them. I'm hearing that doctors are all on board with that, mm -hmm. that it no longer is, you know, prescribed because, you know, I, all I listen to is the pharmaceutical company. Right. Yeah. So I'm 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 actually very inspired to hear that anytime I do. So yeah, all of us want better outcomes for our parents. Right? Yes, especially yeah. so, if you get to a place where your parent has to be in a yeah. home. Agreed. They Agreed. have to manage this. I mean, w yeah. let's just say it as it is. We know that there there are um, personality problems that happen when you get into dementia and you yeah. get all those. Yeah nighttime what is that night sundowning sundownings yeah and it can be very difficult for a home care facility yeah. to take care i've been in 12 of them this year mm -hmm. and each one of them i got the exact same response oh i'd love to we can't right and the same people would show up and they're all regulatory or they're all providers, uh, the same obstacle would show up in, in every visit. Sometimes I felt, well, certainly from the staff perspective, frustration from their hands being tied. Yeah. Now, ownership has a different and, and a, a reasonable concern. Again, until it's been regulated, until it's been set free legally, you know, could this put me in a bad position? And well, they're, they're responsible for holding on so that those residents have a place to be. Right. Yeah, they can't afford to make bad decisions. No, no, yeah. because again... And no decision to them is a good decision. Right. That And that's pretty much how everybody is. Yeah. Even an insurance company. I so agree. that's yep. where uh, hopefully some of this legality red tape, if it goes away, then can an insurance company be comfortable right. saying, right. okay, Yes, this is something you can do. Yeah, well, it might even fall into their health and wellness plan. Right. Like, if you, then we will. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And we're happy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I left a lot of blanks there, but <laughs> that's enthusiastic Ed for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and I have been dealing with customers for you know quite a few years mm -hmm. that either their loved ones or their children come in and. Um, you know, we'll get some CBD to calm them down. Yeah, now, those yeah. are in facilities that maybe are not as monitored or restrictive right. as another facility. Yes. And so that's your seniors. Now, I, we also don't want to miss another group that has become even nearer and dearer to us, uh, to us humans over the last six or seven years, right? Yes. Pets. Oh my gosh. Pets have been uh, really 
I, I, I think we had a conversation yesterday, you and somebody else, like, my pet looks at me like, well, where the hell is it now? Come on, come yeah. on, I, I want mine. Because uh -huh. they're becoming aware that uh, it eases away some of those discomforts. Yes. May that be, you know, the night of 4th of July with all the fireworks, or maybe that be aging and my arthritis is, my hip is bugging me. And they're becoming aware of that. It's a potential solution. So I think that's definitely worth noting. I would say definitely that Casey, yeah. our 12-year-old golden retriever, uh, realizes that this is something that is helping her feel better. Yeah. I, I know kinda maybe neat. it's just me being a weird mom. It could be, but I still think it's kind of neat. And I wouldn't not expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, they have I instincts. Mean, they have better instincts than us, I would imagine. Oh, I always tell my customers, if you have one of those dogs <laughs> that recognizes that this is a medicine or that this, you know what I mean? Maybe it's something. a solution. So a lot of my customers will give them a CBD before they go to the groomers uh -huh. because it's a tense situation and they want them calm. Yeah. It doesn't take long for a dog to go, uh-oh, if I'm getting that, that means I'm going to the groomers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it, a good point. You think yeah. your dog's not smart, buddy. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But it's really great for pets. All pets. Yeah. From a hamster to a horse. I don't know about an elephant because I don't know what their ECS system is. But um, they're really, it's very beneficial in many different ways. Yes, agreed. Thanks for sharing. Uh, there are other areas in the human uh, roles that have that CBD has been studied for. So I would expect with the limited amount of clinical studies and the absence of human trials, that this list will get expanded on greatly, I'm sure. Because mm -hmm. all of us, again, we say this a hundred times, if not more, that the cannabinoid CBD has an impact on the human body's ECS system. And that system regulates a lot of the systems in our body. Cannabinoids by themselves do not fix anything. Right. They have no real purpose in the body except for one thing, allowing the body to do what it was designed to do. Right. And it can do it in abundance. And if you know that correct profile of cannabinoids to put together, then you can target certain 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 systems within the ECS system. Anyway, so given that knowledge, then this next piece makes more sense. This is why I brought it up. There, so we're currently we've currently studied it, or the clinical environment has currently studied it for you know musk musculoskeletal system, mm -hmm. you know, all those joints, muscles, tendons. It has been studied for a lot of mental health areas, cognitive, emotional, and behavioral, and also some select diseases. And I, I you know, I have numbers, I, a dozen of them that I'm aware of. Now, if human trials and further studies are under, go underway, You've just that shallow list. There are so many things there. Yeah. So many things there that are causing us, you know, to have such shorter lives or just, uh, just you know, uncomfortable. Miserable. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, a, a mental, a mental um, issue is very difficult. Uh, pain and inflammation. Yeah. I mean, that's just 
on a day to day, very hard to manage. Yeah. And I've managed it before with over the counter pain medications, <laughs> and that did not turn out well for me yeah. at all. So uh, now it's only CBD, yeah. and it does work. I got I hey I I I don't think there's not there's not many of us of the baby boomer age that does not have that story. Yeah. Hey, Tylenol eight hundred, and it's a prescription, but everybody had it. Yeah. Everybody. I, I, and so I when never... your back really hurts, like, hey, uh, mom, and Sue, Bill, do you have any of those Tylenol eight hundreds left? Yep, sure do. Oh. <laughs> That's a lot, right? Yeah, I honestly, I I feel like that's a lot. But I, if I was pro, I was taking four hundred in the morning, four hundred in the afternoon, and probably yeah. four hundred in the evening yeah, yeah. when I was in my real pain mode. So it, it's easy to abuse, and I did not realize what I was doing until the doctor was like, "What are you doing? Yep, you yeah. got to stop that right now." Glad there are doctors out there too. That because you wouldn't have known, huh? No, I didn't. Now, there's a few other areas we don't want to not mention when it comes to health. Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Sports and youth. Well, they put their bodies through a tremendous amount of uh, abuse. I know. And it's great when you're young. It really is. But as you get older, yeah. you are creating damage. Yeah. If you tear up your body when you're young... Uh, just kind of predict in your 60s how well your health is going to be if you struggle exercising because of injuries created when you're in high school or college. Yeah. So uh, I know that, and I'm not just saying this is all because of CBD. No, there's more wisdom in sports today yes. than definitely than what you and I experienced in high school and college. So the the sports is definitely another real segment. Mm -hmm. So, um, and certainly as the sports figures age, that's where CBD is coming in. Well, and I think that, um, you know, I don't want to say bad things about, um, what, what are the pain pills that everybody used to take? Codeines and, uh, uh, oh, the, oh, the, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway. Yeah, opioids. We know that I'm sure a lot of those athletes were taking those to, you know, continue playing yeah, through right. the pain. And I think that those are really reduced now oh, all, yeah. all, worldwide. Yeah, um, yeah. And so there has to be an alternative for those things. Yeah. So that's, that's a nice thing to see. Um, and then last, not super, not super health, but not, not health either is cosmetics. Oh, uh, well, I beg to differ. I, think. <laughs> no, I, I now, knew you'd have an opinion on this. <laughs> I uh, Now, do I use a lot of CBD in my, all of my... You add it to it, don't my, you? I do. I know, I know. I put it right in my lotion. I, my, I'll take a CBD She oil. even puts it in mine. And Jen tell me until two days later. I'm like, oh no, I put some CBD in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you it's so good for your skin. <laughs> right. There's so yeah. many receptors. Oh yeah, you're terrific. So you're wonderful. terrific. So it's it I soap, lotions, yep. face yeah. creams, you name it. All right. So that's on that side of the table. Expect to see some wonderful things come out. Now, wonderful as in, hey. Maybe I have solutions here with not the side effects that once were. Okay, let's say that that's first. 
Second is the cost. Mm -hmm. If it can replace some of those prescribed medications, which, you know, on average can cost, you know, $50,000 a year. You may not be paying that, but somebody is paying it. And indirectly, you're still contributing to that. But that number could drastically improve too. From, from from the consumer side of the table. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. so, and then the opportunities for conjunction, conjunctive medicines, conjunctive treatments. Maybe you don't have to use so much of a medication that doesn't have quite the desirable side effects uh, that you would like. Uh, maybe you don't have to use as much because of this product's ability to help. Manage. Well, just be help. conjunctive. Yeah. 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 So... All right, so that's that's our perspective on what's possible in the very near future as this bill goes through the house. Yeah, okay? I think it's wonderful. I, I mean, again, I know we're all excited. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, jinx it, babe. Don't jinx gonna, it. We're going to keep this path going because <laughs> really it is people like you and I, Ed, that get on a podcast and talk about this plant yeah. and consumers and uh, you know, just the whole community is saying, listen, yeah. we've already had this now for eight years in pretty much out. Always been longer than that, but you're right. And and in the big public, right. it's been eight years. Yeah. And um, there's no harm. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of stories about it's harmful. It has these things. It's the, I've had ev mm -hmm. every test you can think <laughs> of, and I've been taking CBD every single yeah, day yeah for eight years and well thank you for sharing my numbers are great <laughs> yeah thank you for sharing that and that is valuable to get it really is all right all right but we need to take a break uh but make sure you return because i think the next two areas are extremely exciting industrial and environmental technology so we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. 
Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the com. That's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back to the CBD Ed Show. Let's keep talking about what is life going to be when... CBD is considered a dietary supplement. And in order to do that, they have to remove hemp and hemp-derived items away from marijuana. Yeah. And that bill is being managed by Congress now. Yeah, it's a, I mean, you got to give some respect to, I guess it's just difficult. That's where, I think that's where everybody just really hesitates because let's face it, this world takes advantage oh my goodness that's a good point of a tiny little loophole yeah and there you are with a whole nother story yeah so i hey listen for a lot of that delay i absolutely understand you you have a good perspective yeah yeah you have to you have to be aware that that truly is a responsibility of theirs well yeah because again we know that certain products have been manufactured in this industry in the last few years that might not be really what was intended with that bill. Yep. All right. So we have two other segments here. Let's move into industrial. And Willie Nelson likely started this trend. My goodness. What was that? 10 years ago? Willie Nelson with his biofuel. He started with corn and then uh, maybe he went to hemp. I'm positive he went to hemp. Anyway. Okay. You know, I think, uh, I don't know. I actually don't know that answer to that. I'm <laughs> right? sure he was, he is very well involved in the whole plant. Well, he would, he would be an eco-friendly kind of guy. Yes. So, uh, so biofuel was one of the earlier considerations uh, that hemp was invited to. Yeah. All right. So consider this. So not only biofuel, consider how about auto parts, paper, upholstery, fiber, fibers for clothing and other textiles. How about plastics, construction, livestock? All right, so we're going to dig into a few of these. Why? Because I can say all those groups, and they do sound like a lot of groups. But once you start understanding the why, you go, uh-huh. Now that makes sense. And our earlier conversation about, well, you know, industry is going to look at the capital cost of switching over their vendors, uh, switching over their tooling or adjusting their tooling to manage hemp instead of cotton or, or, or hemp this instead of uh, wood from the forest. You know, once they figure these things out, uh, there's going to be some rapid movements. 
Yeah. It, I think the key is to get the, well, and I, I, with what you said, that will hopefully just organically happen yeah. is to keep the cost. Let's try and make it comparable. Like, so a piece of hemp paper is a little more expensive than a regular piece of paper. Right. And we know paper has many different levels of quality. Yeah. So that's where we kind of, Nobody has the tooling for it in place right now. So right. they got to do something unique yeah. to create that hemp, hemp paper. Uh, and they're also looking at opportunity costs too. Sure. Yeah, if nobody else has it, I, I get to price it where I'm more comfortable. I don't have to be as competitive. But once everybody starts producing hemp paper, boom. Why do you want to produce hemp paper, by the way? What is the deal? The deal is, is because right now we're taking our force down. Oh, yeah. And that is very destructive for our environment. Talk to me about it, Kim. Let's see. I got to find my my, yeah. little, my little area here. Deforestation so, is a huge concern. Yes, yes. Uh, right now, our planet loses an estimated 19 million acres of forest per year. I'm sorry. Nine, what's that number again? 19 million acres. Yeah. So... Okay, so that's, that's an incredible amount. You know, a lot of them are cleared to make way for farmland or crops, which, okay. 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 Uh, or the trees are harvested for products such All as right. paper. All right, so let's take this. So a tree. I don't know a whole lot about this, but my guess is trees going to take 20 years to mature. Yes, it does. It takes 20 to 30 years oh, to okay. mature. Oh, perfect. So yes. I was pretty close. Yeah. So it takes 20 years to, to mature. And then you go, well, Ed, you know, oh, my God, how much hemp do you need to plant to be able to compete with a damn tree? Well, here's the thing you need to know. Hemp matures in three months. Yeah. I can put three crops on the ground. Yeah. And uh, Kim's going to share later that, that, that hemp is friendly to our soils. Mm -hmm. Hemp does not require pesticides. Hemp does not require chemicals. Hemp is, these are all the things that we know, right? So replacing the, our deforestation with industrial hemp, lands that'll do that will improve both the land and give us our trees back. Yes. Which kind of is super important for, hey, if you, if, you got, if you have that thing for global warming, huge, huge. Yeah. Hey, if you have a thing for breathing oxygen, huge yeah all right i so. think one of the things that has i mean way back when obviously paper was there there was a time when hemp paper yep. and paper wood paper were neck, and, neck, neck, and, neck. and neck and then um the wood paper i mean the hemp plant got taken away so yeah. wood paper took off yeah so um and clothing Apparently, the fibers created by uh, within the hemp plant are much, much more resilient, much more durable than the fibers that are in our current cotton. Mm -hmm. We know that cotton is a very demanding product. It requires a lot of pesticides and a lot of chemicals to produce. By the way, let's just say it, all those pesticides and chemicals are now in the ground. So if you are growing a crop nearby, welcome chemicals welcome yeah. pesticides right all right so they have this miraculous ability to have an impact in all these areas and at the exact same time reversing some of the damages that we've caused 
Yes. Which are only going to increase because our population is increasing. Right. Yeah, these all right, anyway. Hey, here's another big one, plastics. Yes. This so is, I yeah. I think we're obviously becoming very aware of plastics in the US yeah. that this is um some creation that was very bad for our planet. Yeah. And bad for us. Yeah, so there's so many things about plastic that are bad. Yeah. Really, they really are. Now they're able to make a version of eco-friendly plastic using hemp and hemp and the, and that eco-friendliness is that it is absolutely bio biodegradable. Yes, and it is um let me see here. So half of all plastic is estimated to be single use, which is yep. very bad. Yeah. Um, I'm, and here we go into my segment. Yeah. <laughs> Hemp plastics are lightweight yet durable, and they're entirely biodegradable. Even better, hemp plastics do not contain the chemicals found in regular plastics. They last, their bioavailability, so they can sit there and break down and break down and break for, for quite a while in the earth, yeah. and they're just feeding that area right. instead of killing it. Uh, and I would imagine even the plants, the animals that are consuming plastic and then becoming toxic and sure and losing, you know, they're now getting a little dose of CBD. Yeah, right. <laughs> or at All least right. a clean earth. Yeah, I know. I know. It is more about the clean earth. Right. So, uh, so there we go. So plastic's huge, huge solution sitting there waiting for uh, us to finish this up. Uh, construction again. I'm thinking the primary ma building materials that we're most concerned about are our our wood, our deforestation. But the second one are all the chemicals and some of the products, insulation, uh, roofing. All of these hemp has already been used there. Yeah, concrete. and now we can put it back. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. So and then livestock. Livestock, not only food. But livestock also requires bedding. Right. And so, again, if this is a natural cleanser for our soil, then giddy up. Why put why put hay and straw in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is a very versatile plant. Yeah. And now we're talking about the industrial hemp, um, which is... It, I always get confused here. Is it different than a medicinal hemp? No. 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 It's just that one, uh, most consumers or most hemp farmers that are using their crop for a medicinal purpose. Yeah. Grow it. They still can enhance the cannabinoid profile. You are on spot. They yeah. will have the ability. So, yes, you're right. This crop will separate. Yeah. And tactics that are used for human consumption will take on a skill and a talent and those who are going towards industrial their skills and talents will lean towards productivity turn rate output stuff like that right. to the health side they're looking at cannabinoid profiles and the cannabinoid profiles uh, doesn't bother me at all because they'll do a great job of enhancing the ones that are non-psychoactive, the ones that have all the medicinal properties for us. Mm -hmm. And as long as that plant doesn't exceed a certain level of any of the psychoactive cannabinoids, it's good to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they'll probably have some, you know, ridiculous testing for that uh, in the beginning until they learn it. 
So hopefully, I mean, I'm sure there's two types of licenses as a farmer. I'm, I call them like, I come from the legal world, people, so I always think of these things. <laughs> right. So an industrial guy who's just doing for concrete or paper or something like that, he doesn't have to worry about the testing? Won't anymore. Well, no, or... I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think where, I mean, it makes sense. Right. Now, ask me to try to predict what what somebody's going to be sitting around that table in Congress going, well, wait a minute, if they do this, then I want to make sure. <laughs> if it makes a cotton ball, can you eat a cotton ball and get high? Right. No. <laughs> that's, that's so, so expect that conversation to happen though, right? Yeah. All right. So let's move into other cool environmental technologies that you were able to uncover. Well, the great thing about hemp, um, it, as Ed said earlier, I believe it is naturally resistant to disease and pet and and pests. And so, so why is that a value? Again, you don't need to use the chemicals and the pesticides yeah. and the fungicides and all those things it's that naturally resistant. Yeah, by nature, right? So <laughs> it's actually helping the soil, the water, you know, air contamination, reduction of biodiversity, all those things. Okay. Um, so that so that's great all in itself if we can stop putting chemicals into the ground yep hopefully you know the earth will go thank you well and produce better food for us yeah and then better food's going to do what for our our insight right right longer lives more healthier lives and hopefully one day all of our food is organic again yeah. not Here's an organic That's section right. and like here's the, a regular section. And that organic section is, you know, twelve percent of the store. Yeah. And the other the you know, other eighty eight percent is enjoy your pesticides. Right. Which I is know. you know I know that's not a yeah. great way to live. Right. Okay. Hemp also conserves water usage. It takes much less water to grow a hemp crop than it does to grow almost anything cotton soy cotton all yeah. those yeah. they need they need an enormous amount of water hemp the hemp plant does not need yep. that many, much water okay so that's also great because we all know you know well here in Arizona we definitely well, know <laughs> some of us some of us are conservative about water more so than others yes yes in yeah. California all the, yeah. those places that don't get it it, hemp gives back to the earth mm -hmm. so it returns many of its nutrients into the ground thus the soil becomes healthier and erosion slows yeah yep makes sense so uh, now i don't understand this um, okay. term phytoremediation um because i didn't have time to look up that uh hemp is used to remove excessive selenium okay from the soil S-E-L-E-N-I-U-M. Um, so it, it really goes in and cleans it up. So yeah, and that's the general idea. Yeah. So, yeah. What, so phytomediation is just using a plant to clean the contaminants within the soil. Mm -hmm. So where could that lead us? Well, we did that. We talked about Chernobyl and how yeah, they're using it there point. to try and bring that whole section yeah back to i i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go google and find out what current methods they're using because i believe i'd read once they are using hemp yeah now uh other things how about uh all of these uh big uh, trash hills we got running around here 
Oh, sure, the dumps. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the dumps, the, uh, where they bury the, where oh. we, they bury our garbage. Yeah, isn't that called a dump? No? No, I, it, oh. but anyway, so yeah. that soil <laughs> is being treated, uh, but I think they're treating it with chemicals. Oh, yeah, it is very weird because uh, we don't often drive near those areas, obviously, because they're out far away. No, no, but there is a, down, yeah. a trip that we take three times a year. We might drive by one and it it's like it's almost like they've made a giant mountain. And then there's like these little stacks Dax, that emit yeah. gas or yeah, something out of that. That can't that can't be good, right? No, right. <laughs> it feels like that can't be good. <laughs> right. But I, again, I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, it just seems like it's a natural thing. If it's easy to grow, easy to yeah. get there, get it to the soil. I I don't yeah. understand. Why. Yeah, I think I think if the work could move to fewer chemicals, we could solve those little those things. We could put the, we could put the hemp back in that ground, uh, revitalize the those soils, and be okay. I think the only thing that would prevent that would be the chemicals used. Right. So once you make something up, Mother Nature has to figure out how to how to how yeah. to process it. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Uh, okay, so we talked about uh, it slows down deforestation. We did we did that. Um, uh, it, environmentally friendly building material. We talked about that, yeah. right? We got hempcrete there. So uh, concrete uh, is uh, at eight percent. It's the second largest producer of CO two emissions. That's concrete. Oh, okay, unaware. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. So uh, using hemp to make concrete can put a dent in those sobering figure, figures. Okay. So, yeah. so it's more, again, more friendly, more world friendly. Mm -hmm. um, and we talked about biodegradable plastics. So, I mean, that's huge. Uh, grows quickly and cleanly. Uh, um, ready for fiber harvest in as little as 60 days. Yeah. Whereas we talked about trees are 10 to 20 years to be harvested. Yeah. So, and, and that's where most people will have a struggle with this. We're like, oh, okay. So I'm just going to have hemp fields everywhere. Right. <laughs> so they're going to have to cut trees down to put these hemp fields in play. Well, no, the number of items that hemp can replace that's currently being used in industry they already have the land, but even those crops are once a year. Yeah. You'll move this to a crop that is three times a year, even sounds like to me four times a year. Right. And it, it really does take a smaller amount. A smaller footprint so, to pull it off. Yes, because yeah. you're using uh, just so much more um, wood yeah. than you are than you would hemp. Yep. I'm telling you, I, I I love every part of that section, and and that's what Kim did. She went out and researched that section uh, exclusively because we just knew it had lots of pieces. Yeah. Well, as again, as we try and correct uh, certain things that maybe we've done, uh, well, we can't even say maybe we've done. We've definitely done. <laughs> um to the planet um and to our environment and to ourselves even uh why not utilize this plant to its fullest capacity like why not 
100% if agree it's, with you. If it's good for the planet and for us, I mean, I, I, I just don't see the reasons why not, except for now it's caught up in some bureaucratic BS. Right. I, I didn't want and to say the word. <laughs> I, well, yeah. And I actually wanted to give uh, all of our listeners, and feel free to share this information too, uh, how to track that bill, or just at least what the bill's name is. Mm -hmm. It's called the Hemp and Hemp-Derived CBD Consumer Protection and Market Stabilization Act of 2023. Its number is HR 1629. That's HR 1629. Uh, Congress has it. Uh, there is plenty of support on that bill so far. They're, they're sourcing it right now for information or they're at, doing a request for information right now. So, uh, so yeah, follow that bill, you know, dial in, talk to your, talk to your congressman. I don't do whatever you guys do. One, six, two, nine, HR one, six, two, nine is the name of it. Yeah. And if you're just like me and nice, normal little person i just sit and manifest just do <laughs> manifest. it <laughs> i like that too yeah so uh, it just has such an impact for at our age group being baby boomers it has such an impact for our children those concerns that kim and i have on a regular basis oh my goodness how are they going to survive that oh is this you know can they have an impact on this can they turn this around in time you know, what will, they have, what will they be dealing with in 40 and 50 years from now? So we really do like the possibilities that this brings. Hey, it's not a cure, but it certainly is a movement in a really good direction that I think business can get behind. Right, right. Yes, All right. we definitely do say and we tell everyone it's not going to cure, but it is going to help manage. Yeah. yeah, so, okay. Well, hey, listen, I'm I'm hoping that we didn't wear out our welcome by all the preaching um but we certainly appreciate everybody jumping on board with us as you have in the past uh we're just excited about this opportunity that's coming up so i uh, hope you enjoyed our show and us peering into the future and hey what will it look like in the u.s if this were to happen and i think it's just i think it's great i think it looks great it can't it can't go bad it no. can't it can't go bad i yeah. mean there'll be a few weirdos out there but for the majority yeah it's all good all right so hey thank you for digging that information up for us and audience thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed our show today we had a wonderful time putting it off so listen everybody have a great day and we'll see you on the next show bye everybody bye Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.